So, if you know me and you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I'm always looking for new ways to make myself hashtag better than yesterday. Well, I came across a new way with an awesome company out of Canada called New Breath. I've been using their tub for cold exposure therapy for over a month now, and my body just seems to feel better and better each day. It's no secret that I love to work out, and I'm always sore, but taking a cold plunge each day has really changed that, for lack of a better term. Now, I'm still sore, I'm just not as sore. I spend about 10 minutes in the tub, 3 to 5 days a week, in as cold as I can get the water using some large ice blocks, and it's been great. My body feels better, my sleep numbers have increased, and the general resiliency, I guess you can say, has been great for me. Because getting in that water truly takes your breath away each and every time. You have to focus, you have to calm yourself, you have to control your breathing to get into that zen-type state. So you can learn more about them by heading to their website, newbreath.ca, and save yourself some cash if you're looking to make a purchase of one of their tubs by using code THESIZEUP at checkout. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 41 of the Size Up by National Fire Radio. Um, I always say happy Tuesday because they come out on Tuesdays. But again, you could be listening to this any day of the week, any month or anything like that. And I always feel bad when I record because I have to put my dog in our basement by herself because she's a pain in the ass when I do, not just when I do podcasts, but when I do like a Zoom meeting. And it's crazy because, you know, we all lived through the pandemic and Zoom was it. And for some reason, she like wigs out. She wants to play with me. I could sit at my desk and type, surf the internet, buy jeans, go on any site I want to. She doesn't bother me. The second there's a voice coming out of the computer and I'm talking back, she comes with a toy and wants to like play and play and play. So poor Clarice has to hang in the basement because she just can't behave. Or you guys will hear her nails on my floor too. It's like if she is running around and I know that annoys Seb. So I don't want to annoy Seb, but okay. Anyway, enough about myself. And and I do know my guest today is, is a dog person because I, I, I did a little deep dive on her social media and there's like a whole uh, dog section where she was very, uh, very into dogs, <laughs> I can see. So um, I'm so honored to have her on today with me. And again, I like to point this out. I had no idea who this person was prior to maybe like a month or so ago when I watched her all weekend complete go ruck selection on their IG feed and was like anyone who basically when you follow her on social media, her name is BAMF, which would be badass motherfucker for those who don't know there. We got the explicit stuff out of the way. Um, Allison Grubbs, welcome to the size up. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing great. I was just listening about your dog. I'm like, my dog, is surprisingly calm right now. Like, I don't even know where she is. <laughs> well, well, you told me before we started recording that the last time you did a Zoom was two years ago. So she probably has no clue what's happening there. She does, but she knows I'm in a room with the door closed. And so I'm just surprised she's not like, she doesn't even care. <laughs> just, it, it's I'm kind of sad. Like, why doesn't she care? <laughs> Like I like like Clarice cares so much about me when I'm doing these things for some reason she has to be on like I wouldn't even mind if like she did really just want me to like throw the ball I could sit here and talk and write things and throw the ball but she's so she's so stubborn fetch for her is like tug and then fetch and I'm like I've taught you you're great at this game 
but you don't want to let go of the ball. I can't figure out how to make that happen. Yeah. I don't even try with her. She won't give me the ball. Oh, it'd, be a, it'd be a rescue match. It's not going to happen. <laughs> It's so bad. And and like, then we have these, these like little, like softer balls that she can grab. And um, like, she wants to play tug with them. I'm like, we have ropes. Why don't we play tug with the rope? And it's like, no, put your hand right next to my pit bull mouth. I swear I won't bite you, which she won't. Oh, she's a pity too. Oh. A, a pity Dalmatian <laughs> mix. So. Oh my God. That's, That's adorable. Yeah, she... mine's, a, mine's a pity probably boxer mix. Oh, see, I... she's a mutt. She's from a shelter. I don't know. That's a but, was a rescue too. Okay. Yeah. They're the clingiest dogs. Yeah. I oh, love for it. Sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, so we had boxers uh, prior to getting Clarice. We had two boxers, like purebred. Um, but one, the second one was a rescue. Um, and then when they both passed away, I'm like, no more dogs, no more dogs. And my older son was five or six. And we've had her for years. And he's like, dad, our house just doesn't feel, our family just doesn't feel the same without a dog and like put on like the pouty face. Yeah, they, so you just did the pouty face and I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> a dog. So we had a friend who ran a, uh, still runs or as part of a, a pit rescue and she had a pit mastiff mix. And I was like, that's our dog right there. Cool. Uh, yeah. So we went to look at him and my little guy was like two or three and this dog was only maybe like eight or nine months, pinned him up against the wall with his ass, but didn't know he was doing that. It was just like, and my little guy is like trying with all of his little, whatever, 30 pounds of force to push this dog away. And he just couldn't do it. And I'm like, we can't get this dog. He's just too big. Like he's too dopey. And we ended know. up getting little, <laughs> little Clarice that was, you know, six pounds and fit in my arm to now her running around like crazy. So cute. I love him. <laughs> so, okay. So we just did our little dog thing and it's crazy. Cause I just, an episode that came out today is uh laugh with Brett who has two German shepherds. And I think you and I actually maybe talked about dogs more than I talked about them with Brett. Yeah. Well, they're, <laughs> just like you having to like put her away and everything. Just like, I think knowing pit, I think pity owners know, like they are just so clingy and so needy. Yeah. And They're a lot of people needy. that don't have pits don't realize they are like the biggest sweethearts. Like they are so emotionally needy. <laughs> beyond, like totally beyond. But I think the problem is, is if you are delivering a package wearing a brown uniform and or a uh, reflective vest and come to my door, my pit wants to kill you even if you're bringing her the food like in the box is her food she is ferocious it's protective yeah. yeah especially too if the boys are here oh my god oh. Like, and we're not they're like yo she like almost goes through the door when it's closed if someone's <laughs> bringing a package and i'm like yeah she don't want nobody messing with you man I mean, yeah yeah they know what they're doing but they're the rest of their day is like on top of you like oh please just pet me oh, yeah yeah just sleeping lazy <laughs> so yeah, so but, anyways, yeah. Fun. but anyways so so you know i got i kind of built you up there really quickly and then we got into this whole dog talk because i'm an evil dog parent locks my dog in the basement and i'm gonna get blown up on the internet when people hear this probably but you know you did something that very few people have done correct i'm not really sure the exact i know it's you're the second woman to finish go ruck selection but how yeah. many like what was your total number um, I think I, I think I'm the 33rd 
I, I think I'm the 33rd. Um, to be honest, there's a lot of statistics that I never followed along too closely with. Um, but I know I've seen, like since finishing, I know I've seen like those numbers pop up. So I'm pretty sure I'm number 33. Um, here, how many years have they been doing it? I was trying to go at, my mom actually asked me the same thing. I was like, I have no idea. Because <laughs> um, there's not a whole lot of, like, I have some friends I've talked about, you know, back in the day and everything. Um, I mean, definitely over 10 years. I, if you Google, like, GoRex selections, I think I counted, like, 14. Okay. But a lot of them, it's, al it's almost like myth. Like... <laughs> Like what was happening, like you know, over ten years ago. Like I have no idea. What but the, it'll list names. It'll list like people. I'm like, did they finish? I don't know. It's no funny, idea. <laughs> there's probably people like listening to this too. They're like, what in the hell is a go rock? Right? Like, what is go rock? You know? And so all the time, yeah. <laughs> I get that, especially for you. It's like, well, what do you mean a go rock? Like, I know you've done a lot of other sports stuff that we'll get into and everybody probably knows all those things. But so in your best uh, explanation, what is go rock? What is a go rock? And then I can throw I mean, in some, some stuff I know too. Oh, sure. I mean, a usual, like go rock itself is just a brand. Um, it's just a brand started by Jason McCarthy. It does, it's just like, I don't know, military grade, like rocking supplies. So um Walking with weight, <laughs> essentially. Throwing so weight on your back and walking is essentially exactly, rocking. Yeah, you have your rucksack, you put weight in it, and you you walk. Um, and then they've also got a ton of other gear, and it's really fun. And um, I think it's really fun, at least. But um, if you were to do a GORUCK event, every other GORUCK event besides selection, it's totally team-based. Um, you know, you want to start as a team, finish as a team. Usually you have a cadre leading it who, um, usually always, you have a cadre leading it who has some kind of background in special forces. And usually they try to make it kind of like themed, kind of like they're, they're all known for their own things. Um, you know, like there's some that are just known for a lot of miles and really heavy weight. And so as a team, you'll have a ton of sandbags, like move like miles around a city or something. You get a lot of weird looks. <laughs> definitely a lot of weird looks like for a lot sure of weird when, looks. when you're doing this event oh my god yeah it's pretty um, amazing you know that jason was able to take this kind of concept and turn it into these events and also have an equipment-based company for it you know and and they tell you you don't have to use their gear you could use a, a giant sport backpack with a uh a 20 pound weight wrapped in they, they do recommend wrapping them in like a towel if you're going to do that Right. And I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> and it looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> like they definitely, they make the gear that cooperates the best in these kind of events for sure. Because yeah. you're almost always going to get wet. You're always going to be throwing it around. I mean, and they're just, it's a lot. I feel like I'm plugging go right. <laughs> But I mean, it's a lifetime guarantee. Like they'll they'll fix or replace like whatever you have. So it kind of like encourages you to try to beat it up a little bit. And, like and I definitely have. The stuff lasts like a hundred percent. I know yeah. I know the stuff lasts. Yeah. And even the event, like you said, like I, I did one go ruck and it was really cool. And I borrowed one of my friends' go ruck bags because they were really into it at the time. So they had the bag and the weight, and I was like, cool, like I got it. And a few folks did show up with that Jan Sport. Uh, 
type setup going on yeah. and i don't think they made it out of the welcome party if i if i recall um, what what event did you do so i did um and i, I can't tell you what year it was but it was, it's going back maybe like seven years or so but i did the the 9 11 in uh new york city oh, okay so See, that would be that'd be cool they've I, done like a bunch of like triples and they've done a lot of 9 11 events but yeah. um i've only been doing goruck since january of 22 so which when I read, I was like, damn, there's something not in your programming, maybe. Because I think if I read correctly, you were like, I'm going to do selection without even yeah, doing yeah. a Go Ruck event because they have. Yes. So Go Ruck has, you know, it's, it's kind of set up, I guess, sort of like, you know, almost you want to run a marathon type thing where you have like a five hour event. I did like a 14 hour event. Is that a tough that I did? Yeah. Yep. And then they have a 24-hour event, usually. Yeah. yeah. And then selection, I guess, right? Is this kind of, did I skip something? Not really, no. They, so it sounds like before I got into it, they had some other, like, fun, at least it sounded fun to me, events. So they had, like, team assessment, which was, like, a 48-hour selection, but with a partner. And that still sounds fun. If they were to bring that back, I would definitely be interested in doing it. Um, but they had that, they had, um, God, they had just like cloverleaf events, which I'm still not totally sure what those are. It just sounds like a lot of working out <laughs> for a long time, which sounds really fun. <laughs> um, they just had some really, it just sounds like it was a little bit different before I got, got into it. Like just a little more variety. Well, I, I um, guess too. And, and as a, it's a business like for yeah. sure like yeah. the, and putting on the events are a business too so they had to grow with what the clientele yeah. wanted i would say so that probably changed a lot of you know they're, they're moving forward and i do think the team type selection thing where it's two people that's kind of like a, a ranger buddy like when they do the, the uh -huh. fifth ranger challenge all um, right yeah so Which i think it's <laughs> you you definitely uh so the, all these things are fun and look i, I agree yeah. there's <laughs> I do enjoy the adrenaline rush of challenges and physical challenges. You know, I've run a marathon. I've done a triathlon, oh, yeah. CrossFit, like everybody else that kind of went down this road. But your like ability to not stop is not the same as mine. <laughs> is that an easy <laughs> way to put it? Yeah. I mean, I think um, I'm really good at going slow for a long time. Like that's if someone were to ask me to sprint, which happens occasionally, I, I don't move fast. I'm very, very slow. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people saw that in like the long walk. Well, maybe they did it. I'm not sure if I had a camera on me, but like I move very slowly, <laughs> but I can do it for a really long time. And you move with purpose, right? So that's a big thing is that, yeah, so you're moving slow, but you're not in a sprint. So there's no reason to exactly be rushing. I know there were times where the cadre was on you and you were rushing, but. Trying to. <laughs> but My the, version of rushing. <laughs> but again, having done the go ruck myself, you know, that's not necessarily what they're looking for. Right. Well, so selection, especially just so every other event is, you know, team oriented and selection is really the only event where um, you're on your own, like you're with people, but you're not allowed to talk to them. You're not really allowed to interact with anybody. You don't speak unless spoken to. Um, and they're trying to get you to quit. And 
you know, sometimes that's them in your face, like asking you if you want to quit. And other times that's just them making you feel like you're doing so badly that you should quit because there's no way that you can like keep going essentially. Um, and it's very different. And they've, they've talked about like how hard it is to switch from like this, you know, encouraging atmosphere. We're like, you know, you guys are doing great. <laughs> you know, just keep going. And to be Listen, like, they're not that encouraging on the team events. Like they're, that's true. <laughs> like, like, let's, let's be honest here because there was like, we're in, we were in, we started in Brooklyn and uh, we carried a couch and a log and something else. Yeah, that, like, <laughs> almost like a dumpster, but it wasn't a dumpster uh, into Queens. I don't even, I can't remember. We were in a lot of boroughs that night. Um, we kind of ran around, but they, they weren't like, yeah, they were encouraging, but it wasn't like, you know, you're doing great, buddy. <laughs> That's true. I might've been a little too generous. <laughs> So, you, so, so deep deep down they want you to to like you know go as a team and everybody win yeah for sure they they definitely want to build you up and having finished you know the 911 go ruck i did it with some folks that were involved with, with 555 fitness with me um all of us being involved in the emergency services you know that really meant a lot to us to to get through those 14 or 16 hours kind of together. They let us stay as a group, you know, within our, when everybody split. Um, Cause I had said like, if there were people here with a, a team, you know, make sure you could even tell us like, oh no, I'm with those people right. thing. Um, and we were with other folks, but it was a really good challenge for us. And I know the folks that I did it with were all wired a little bit differently. Um, and we work in the emergency services field, which again leads to that. But what about you, like growing up, like your kind of backstory, like in high school, were you athlete? Were you in the FFA, theater, person, <laughs> band, geek, you know, how did that um, No, <laughs> no to all of Any of the above, no to the any. No, just, um, went to school and sat in the back. And... I, I didn't even go to school. I was homeschooled. Um, okay. So yeah, so no, I, so we grew up, I have three brothers. Uh, my mom pulled all of us out. We're all within five years of each other. Um, she pulled all of us out. I think I was in second grade when we got pulled out to do homeschooling. But I mean, I I loved homeschool. Like I, <laughs> as soon as I got pulled out, I was quite content to sit at home and watch Lord of the Rings and <laughs> just... Like be that kids kid. listening. That is not what homeschool is. Kids listening. Yeah. My kids, especially well, when you listen to this, well, not homeschool. Because all my schoolwork was done so early. Yeah. <laughs> Just sit there and watch Lord of the Rings. Um, so I mean, no, I was, you know, I was very studious. I loved, I loved doing my school work and everything. Um, but my only really like social stuff was um swim team. Okay. So I do schoolwork. You know, all my brothers and I, we lived kind of far out. So we had to kind of do sports as a family almost. So like my mom would haul all of us in, do swim practice and everything. And um, I mean, that was essentially it. Like I was pretty alone. I had three really good friends on swim team. But you know, when you're 12, 13, whatever age you are, it's not like you can drive to get there. So it's, you know, we'd say like, hi, you know, friend stuff <laughs> and it, it was it was like a pre i'm not gonna like you know out you on your age you're not 
too old <laughs> like I am, but you know, you're definitely a little younger than me, but it was probably pre-social media, you know, texting. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's weird because my kids, yeah. my 13 year old, he talks, but like mm-hmm. he doesn't talk to his friends, you know, like they text and they don't talk. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like if I go back to my 13 year old days, like it was cool. I had my own phone, but like, I would be on the phone with my friends talking instead. These kids are just typing away. No, we had a landline. We had one line and it was, you know, only one person could use it at a time and it wasn't ever me. (laughs) (laughs) No. And when I did get a phone, it cost like 50 cents to get a text, 50 cents to send a text. I never sent texts. Like that was, was like way too expensive. And I don't think I had anyone's number to even text. <laughs> so, so you got your whole family did homeschooling all the way through high school? Pretty much. So I, my older brother is somewhat of like a child genius. So he started college when he was 12 or 13. Oh, wow. um, yeah, he was, he's a smart dude. But um, me and my twin brother, I have a twin brother. Okay. Um, we both started like that. I was going to say junior college. That's not a bad, yeah, junior college is fine to say. I went to yeah. college. We called it Harvard yeah. by the okay. Highway. Never fear. But, uh, we both started junior college when we were like 15. So I had like graduated from the ho- uh, homeschool program at that point and started doing prereqs for nursing school. Um, and then I ended up transferring to a four-year university when I was 17 and then graduated from that with my nursing degree when I was 19. And then I started working when I was 20. Let's go like all kind of overachiever, like yeah. But I mean, throughout that, I don't. There wasn't anything super exceptional. I swam as long as I could competitively, but I was never that good. Like, like there's swimmers. I had a lot of spirit. Like I really. You're I into the swimming. cheers. Swimmers have cheers. Swim teams have cheers. I know that. Oh, I don't think we do. <laughs> oh no. Oh okay. Maybe that. Maybe that's just a thing around here where there. No, but, and I mean, I cared, I cared so much. Like I, so I lived in this city called Sandy, which was about a half hour, 45 minutes away from where practices were. So, I mean, maybe the only weird thing is I would get a ride with my brother to Sandy to catch a bus, to get to Gresham, to either run, I say run, I was never a runner, but I would trot like two miles to the pool and then I'd always be late. I'd always be punished for being late and be like, don't I get credit for like taking like two buses? And Your adventure to swim practice. Here? You basically were doing go rucks before anyone knew what a go ruck was almost yeah. by just going to swim practice as a teenager. Swimming mattered. <laughs> and then getting punished when you were there. It's kind of like the local party. Like there was like, probably some extra fitness right. involved because right. you were late after your journey. I'm trying, man. <laughs> So, I mean, I love swimming. I was just, I was never that good at it. Um, and, you know, in hindsight, I'm actually glad my parents didn't like drive me into practice every morning because I think they could probably see like, you're not going to get a scholarship or anything. Like just, you know, this is good for you. Like go try, but <laughs> we're not going to wake up an hour earlier to take your practice. Good for them. It's a Fine. good lesson to teach you. I think they, I think they knew like, she's not that gifted. <laughs> You've got to like choose what you're going to support. It was like, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, but no, so I swam until I think I was, so that would have been about 17. 
And then I would go to the gym, but it was, I don't know, it was just gym stuff. Um, just that basic go to the gym, lift gym some stuff, stuff here, walk on the treadmill. Yeah, for you do minutes. like the elliptical and, and whatever. Um, it you probably know. wasn't until I turned like 20, I think I was 24, when I started doing CrossFit and I was like, oh my God, I love fitness. <laughs> but it's even funny. then, very mediocre, like not not above average by any means not going to the crossfit games or anything like no, that not no no but and this I, is even 10 years ago like like my chances were way better 10 years ago now they're like zero <laughs> <laughs> i think knowing that is a more important thing i think everybody they get into crossfit and uh they're like, all right, I did really good today. I could go to the CrossFit games. And then like two weeks later, you're like, yeah, I can't go to the CrossFit games. No, I was fully aware. <laughs> I've been blessed to, to become friends with a lot of games athletes over my kind of yeah. fitness career. And there's just such a different mindset with them and their training. And like, I think I love fitness, but they really love fitness, like yeah. on a whole different level. Right. When they have, like, they have to. Yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah. Like, I wish that could be my life is just, you know, working out. But, but again, it's like knowing what you're good. Like, I know I'm not good enough. <laughs> like, there's just a, there's a certain amount of natural talent that I don't have. Um, and body awareness. I have zero body awareness, too. So, like, it's any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's fine. I've accepted, I've accepted what I'm good at, what I'm bad at. So. I think that's a, it's a, it's a big thing for people in life to kind of get that exception, you know, what you're good at, what yeah. you're not good at, what you're good at trying and what you want to try, you know? And I think, I don't think your parents, maybe they knew what they were doing. I mean, I'm a parent. I have no <laughs> clue what I'm doing. Right. But like you just kind of said, they were like, you know, well, you're not the best, but you don't want to quit, but get there yourself. You know what I mean? Like we can't give up yeah. this for ourselves, but if you want to do it, this is how you do it. And it's going to make you a better person. And it, yeah. it clearly did. It at least gave you some. It definitely, I mean, it teaches you things for sure. When it's not given to you, then you, and you figure it out. I think it definitely teaches you things for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even with my kids, like my wife said this, I think I said this on another podcast, but maybe, maybe I didn't. She's like, they are always going to carry their backpacks at school. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like the kids in kindergarten, his backpack is bigger than him some days for no reason whatsoever. It's just his size. And she's like, no, it's really important to me that they do this. And I'm like, uh, all right, cool. So, Hey, carry your backpack, walk to the car. It was like, we're from outside of school to the car, you know, but now having them both in middle school, I've seen little boys come out of school and take their backpack and like chuck it at their grandmother's face. So their grandmother will carry it to the car. My God. And I'm like, <laughs> and I, and she's going to hear me say this because she's going to listen to this episode. My wife was so right. Like our boys are not <laughs> like that. And if they did, I would, it would be bad for them, let's say. But like when you see that type of a behavior and like they didn't, they don't know what they're doing at this point. Cause this was, this was grammar school times, but like, come on. Like it's yeah. a little backpack. You could carry it to your car. And I thought it meant absolutely nothing, but it's meant so much that I've seen yeah. on. Um, and I think that was kind of your parents were like my wife, like, no, you're going to do this. And oh, yeah, well, and like manual, we grew up kind of in like a forested area too. So, I mean, every weekend it was like manual labor, manual labor time. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so, I mean, it was, we had wood burning um, fireplaces. So it was like hauling wood, splitting wood, chopping down wood. Like, like there was always something my dad was making us do, which again, at the time, it's like, this is torture. Like, why, why can I not just sit in my room and like read or something? Um, and, you know, you just, you had to. Yeah. Like, you know, dad, what dad said went. And so, um, you know, now, like, I just did an event where there was wood splitting. Like, <laughs> like I'm a pro I'm, at this. I, would I, split, I suck at wood splitting. I just started doing it five years ago when we moved here. <laughs> and like, I, I, I miss more than I hit. Is that an easy way to put it? I guess like. It was, it's just those weird things where you're like, wow, I never would have thought in my adult life with, you know, electric, electricity and gas, all of this stuff that like my past as like splitting wood would ever come in handy. And that's, I was like, this is actually fun now. Um, like now I'm doing it for an event. Now it's really fun. And I'm super glad I had that experience as a kid. But yeah, in the moment I was like, please no, like why? <laughs> So were, were you like three brothers, you know, kind of living off the grid homeschool? Yeah, were, you, yeah. were you the, I don't know if I'm allowed to say tomboy, if that's a, an appropriate term anymore in, in society, but were you like girly girl, tomboy, like keeping up with no, the boys? No, I usually told my mom, I told my mom, I was like, you should be really grateful because I don't want you to buy me clothes and I don't want you to buy me makeup, things like that. Um, and I mean, even today, I just, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> like I've gotten a little better at looking presentable and things like that, but I'm just not, I've just, I've never, and part of it is my mom too, wasn't really into that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, even today, like, I don't really know how to do my hair. I can straighten it and curl it. And that's about the extent, um, I, I think it's funny though, because when I when I was going through your your pictures and and again like online and looking, I'm like, she didn't look that horrible at the end of selection. Like, I mean, <laughs> you were like worn down. You could see that, but I'm like, her hair was just you know her hair and it's kind of like good to go. Like, funny, the hair is like what I became like known for. Everyone, <laughs> the whole side bend thing. And I, so last year, so I tried selection last year. Um, and I quit right before the 24 hour mark. Um, and my hair last year was the same. And I was, I was like, I look like a swamp rat. I cannot look like a swamp rat again. And this year, same exact thing. I was, <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, just thinking about hair off and on, like, I need to get this back on top of my head. <laughs> I need two seconds where they're not yelling at me to fix my hair. I know, but even then it got so just like crusty. I just couldn't, couldn't move it. And so then that just, I mean, that's just what, what it is now. And now it's fine. Like, you know, it is what it is, but I was trying so hard not to repeat swamp rat year. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. And just, that 24 hour mark is like, holy shit. You've just worked your ass off for 24 hours and still have... 36 to go right ish uh another 24 okay another so 48 24. hours is where, yeah. where they mostly cap that one at yes yeah so 24 hours so 24 hours you get an hour-long break um and that's that's kind of like you're all right like we're getting there <laughs> but i mean if you can make it 24 hours and that's what i um one of my 
training partners, we have the same coach and we would, we would talk almost every day. Um, and we were both kind of like, if we just get to 24 hours, like, like we're not going to quit at 24 hours. Like, you know, once you get to that break, like, like, come on. I know people have. Yeah. And I'm, I know people have quit after that point, but I think, you know, for both of us, at least mentally, we're like, like we can, like, we can do that. (laughs) Like, like we can keep going. Um, what did you have this year for, at 24 hours? I think there were like five or six people left. I could be wrong because I don't, I didn't. No, um, it was just me and one other guy. Okay. Yeah. Because um, it's like I woke up and you know what I mean? Like you wake up and then you're like, oh, this thing is still going on. Let me check it out. Um, you're still getting your ass kicked. Right. <laughs> Nonstop. Um, no, they, so let's see, on the first night, so I think 33 of us started. Um, two people dropped, I think, before the 12 mile. There's a 12 mile timed ruck that you have to do within um, three and a half hours where we lost a few more people, but two drops before we even did that. Um, and then during the, well, I don't even, the welcome party is so chaotic. I don't even know how many people <laughs> dropped. So for the, for the folks that have never done a go rock or we're hopefully not scaring you away from trying to do one. <laughs> Um, and, and I'll give, uh, cause Alice, how many go rooks have you done total now? Like selection, obviously. I mean, now, I, now I've actually done a, I think a fair amount. So, I mean, I can count them up. I've done two HTBs. So I've done, it's a heavy, tough, um, heavy, tough basic, or there's an HTL, heavy, tough light. And I've done two of those. Um, I've done a tough and a basic. I've done a light, like kind of for fun. I've done another tough. Yeah. Like for, I've done, I've done a few. Like for fun, like you know, it's like when it's like, oh, oh yeah. well, I mean, when I was a runner, and I'm like, oh, I went out and did 20 miles today for fun. People are like, that's not fun. I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. But a light, it's not fun. But so, so here, correct me if I'm wrong when I when I you know speak of my one time. But uh, all these go rec events start with a welcome party, and it kind of is like an a la you're in boot camp for the first time. And look at mine, they literally tell you, you have to bring, it's like an ID, two flashlights and uh, 20 bucks for cab fare in case you get uh, separated or so. And it was like the simplest of instructions, you know, hold your flashlights in your left hand, your $20 in your ID in your right hand. When I say your name, you say present. And there's like 200 people standing outside in a parking lot at night. And literally that took us an hour to get through that because so many people were effing it up. That sounds right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it was like, and then like you were also getting punished for people effing it up with like some calisthenics and things. So then we get through all that and it's like, all right, I guess we're going to start now. And then they brought us over to this field and separated us into like smaller units. And for the next, however effing long that was, we did PT. And that's the welcome party. That's right. It's about right, right? Yeah, pretty, and much, like, pretty much. I mean, you're calling, <laughs> you're doing. We did, we did uh rock and all this time too, you have your rock on your back. So you're wearing 20, yes. 20 pounds for everybody, or is it your old guy? Um they go by body weight now. So if you're over 150, you carry a 30 pound plate. If you're under, you carry a 20. Okay, so maybe that was how we did it, because I carried a 20 and I'm under 150. So Notorious Fire, such a great name, brings me back to bumping mid-90s rap jams from the one and only Biggie Smalls. Lenny is literally the man when it comes to custom designs. Dude went to art school, like legit college for art. 
Just look at all his work. This guy has artwork on snowboards and even guitars. He's constantly creating new sticker designs. But more than that, he's customizing tumblers, mugs, glasses, cigar cases. Well, basically anything you can customize at this point, Notorious Fire Company will customize for you. On top of that, his IG game is on point. And occasionally, you even get to see a pic of the man behind the brand. So check him out at NotoriousFire.com or on IG at NotoriousFire. Trust me, you won't be disappointed in his work. I wish. I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be the little guy for that one. So you're doing all of this with that ruck on your back. If it's not on your back, you're either dragging it, wearing it on your front, or basically holding it over your head, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or pushing it or, yeah. Yeah. All you're, doing, of the, you're doing something with it. <laughs> all of these fun things. And so like in the group of however, I mean, there were definitely over a hundred people at the, the event I did. Um, I would say after the welcome party, we probably lost like four or five where they were like, I'm done. This is not for me. And it happens. <laughs> I think I mean, people don't think don't, it's real, right? They don't think that's really yeah. what happens. Right, right. Well, I mean, it's, some people are very sensitive <laughs> or they just don't, or they just don't like, you know, being yelled at and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And again, they're not necessarily like, I mean, I've been yelled at, you know, in life. they're not really yell at, they're just, motivating you they're using their yeah, um, yeah. way to motivate but like we were doing i'll never forget like sandbag thrusters and it was like you're gonna do oh it had something to do with 9-11 however many we did whatever the number was and i don't know we were like more than halfway there and this one person in our group was just not cutting it and he's like f that one and i'm like come the hell on dude i just did 74 of these and now you're like one like this I feel like I know who the cadre was for this. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they're doing, right? You're doing part buddy carries and just. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of that, you know, starting, like you get to 74 and they drop you back down to one. Like, like that doesn't mean you're going to do another 74. Like it's, I don't want to say it's a game, but you just kind of have to know how they operate. Like, you know, they might just want to see what you do, <laughs> which is a lot of the times they just want to see what you do when you get to like 99 and someone screws up and you're back at zero. Like they just, it doesn't mean that they're gonna make you go up to hundred again. <laughs> they might. They make you do a lot or they might. But yeah, it's yeah. that mental end that, right, you know, right. like you were even saying, like you have to stay in the game mentally. They're gonna try to right. get you out of the game left and right. Yeah, yeah. And at the, the team events, it's not quite so, they're not on you as much. Yeah. As so you get yourself in the team from what I saw, the people that left throughout the entire event, because we lost a few throughout the night too. Yeah. They left on their own accord. Like they weren't forced out. You know, right. we weren't doing anything that wasn't possible. It just sucked. Right. Yeah. You just have to learn how to love, you know, being uncomfortable, which I mean, that's it. You're getting in and out of the water at night and, you know, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> It's just not always a good time. So you just have to kind of, you know, just embrace it. Cold, Enjoy what you Sandy. can. Cold, wet, and sandy is not for me. Like, I, I would not have been not. with you. Like, I can't, I can do water. I can do cold water. I do the cold water immersion stuff. But over a long time, 
even at work, I'm not happy. Like when we get wet after a fire and I'm standing in that gear and it weighs 15 extra pounds, I'm like, can we go home now? Why do we have to, still stay? like the fire's out. Other people are here. Can, can I go back to the house? Like literally I'm not, I'm like a little kid, like, and I'm one of the officers and I'm like, my crew wants to leave. We've done our job. Like, please don't make me stand there, especially in Jersey in the winter. Oh my God. It's the worst. I hate it. My hands like that. I could not do selection for that. Like the beginning of September, because we you do the September 11th one right around right, September yeah. 11th. So it's not really cold here yet. The water was mm-hmm. cold, but you're in New York City, so there's not a lot of water that we went into. Like, right. I can't do one of those. Like, God. I mean, I don't know. I, I also love water. Like, obviously, I was a swimmer. Like, I'm very comfortable being in water. I would say, because the selection I did a year ago was in Jacksonville. Um, and we were always on the beach. We were on the beach almost the entire time. I'm not a beach person. Like, I really, I just don't enjoy it. <laughs> the sand like, gets I, in places you don't want it. Like, it does. it's an easy way to put it. it. And it moves. I think what was the most annoying was the sand moves under your feet. So when they're having you do like lunges or sandbag cleans or something, and you're standing in like six inches of, of um, surf, it's, like you're you're you can't stand still and it was so annoying <laughs> it's so annoying but I was like I hate the beach but the water I'll tell you what Florida water like that was nice that was I was like loving getting in the water because like they had just five degrees some, like yeah they had just had some storm roll through so like the air temperature at night was actually really cold it was like in the 40s or I might be a little I might be exaggerating a little bit there it felt like it was in the <laughs> I did 100. I ran Disney Marathon in the snow in Florida, yeah. like 30 oh, degrees yeah. and snowing, and they didn't know what the hell to do. So it was like, this is. Oh. Cool. <laughs> well, we'll say 40s. We'll make it dramatic. We'll say 40s. <laughs> but so when they would have us get in the water, it was like, yes, we're getting in the water. Like, this is amazing. Like, hopefully we can stay in the water. <laughs> and then the sand kind of leaves you for a little bit. Like, it, it gets out of places you didn't want it to be yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this year in Ohio, it was, I don't know, it just wasn't, I, I didn't really do any cold water preparation at all. Like I knew we'd be in and out of the water all the time. Um, I expected a lot of buckets. I expected hoses. Like I expected all of that stuff. Um, but I don't know. It just really, I was just good. I was like, this is all right. This isn't the worst. <laughs> there were so many buckets. If you watch uh allison's go ruck videos and, and i think it's actually pinned to their page but at the end she was just getting bucketed on top of bucketed, bucketed. do they call it bucketed in go ruck I, no? I have no idea we call it bucketed in the fire service because when you're a rookie you get usually oh. bucketed a decent bucketed. <laughs> yeah that's uh, a fun joke like hey we're gonna we're really proud of you you just had a fire let's take your picture and someone's in my firehouse, we're on the roof of the building. So you're two and a half stories up and you get hit with that gallon bucket of water or uh, it's horrible. Like it's just drop. Yeah. <laughs> like totally like unexpected. And no matter what, you know, it's going to happen at some point and it still gets you every time. So I, I can see it. <laughs> you go on social media, there's loads of bucketing videos of firefighters getting bucketed from the top yeah. of the leagues from... Yeah, it's good times. I'll have, to, I'll have to look at that. <laughs> but it's definitely not as much as what I watched you endure uh, towards the end of selection. Yeah, I'll tell you, the volunteers, 
I guess they don't normally have volunteers at selection either, um, which I, again, that's, I'm just new enough to the sport. I just, I wasn't aware of that, but um, like they had volunteers this year and they were so efficient at filling up buckets. Like, like they were just on it. I mean, they had that little, whatever cart thing they're driving around. They were just like zoom buckets around. Like they were, <laughs> they were very good at what they were doing. <laughs> they were like, we are going to help them destroy these people. I know. And I knew like half of the volunteers, like I've done events or something with them before. <laughs> like, like, come on, you guys. <laughs> I think that's something too. And it's really worth getting into right now as we kind of, you know, we're talking here back and forth about all this, but you know, go Ruck are, they have events. They're a company that makes gear, but they also have this amazing community. And I got to watch that like I said, I didn't know who you were at all watching it. We were just, the boys and I and Tracy were tuning in every now and again, but watching all those comments from people that knew you or did events with you was so amazing. I know. I wish, well, I don't wish. I I don't think I can go back and watch the live stream or would I want to? I don't know. <laughs> probably not. You probably don't want to. Um, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I need to, <laughs> but I did hear about, well, even like not even the live stream. Like I know I had family and friends that were commenting on there and I saw a few things on like the Instagram posts and whatever. But um, I mean, even just being there in that, in that environment, even though like no one can talk to me, um, the cadre are like trying to get me to quit or whatever. Like, like I, I knew the cadre well enough where it's like, I know these are really good dudes. Like I know they want me to finish. I know they're not gonna give it to me like, I know that they want me to finish this. Like, I know they're not going to let me hurt myself. You know, they're not going to have me do anything that I can't do. Um, but, you know, they really want the best for me, even though they're not being very, like, friendly. Nice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> like, you know, I knew the volunteers. I knew the volunteers wanted me to finish. Like, everyone, even though it was very silent for the most part, like, like I could, I could feel that they really wanted me to do this. Um, and a lot of them I knew personally, but even the people I didn't know, like they were, I don't know. It's just, I don't know, vibes, friendly vibes. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, was, what, I, I don't tune in to watch people quit. I tune in to watch people succeed. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. do this. and it's like, right. you said, it, I think again, it goes back to like a military type selection um, where, yeah, they want everyone to become an operator. Sure. But there's some folks that maybe shouldn't become an operator, let's say, or shouldn't finish or aren't doing the right things to finish. And yeah. that's a big part of it. Right. Yeah. And they, they get weeded out. For the most part, people get weeded out pretty fast in selection. Like, I know it was down to me and the other guy. And I just say the other guy. I feel really bad. I never got his name. Um, like, I have no idea who he is. I just know his number. Um, and I, yeah, I just feel bad I don't know who he is <laughs> if, you're, if you're out there listening reach out to, to us her, her, if you it's her names on the bottom her social media tags on the know, bottom right? he may not want um, to reach out to you either but you know, you never right. know. You're, you're here for him so that's what you're saying now like hey buddy I want to be your friend yeah, you know, I was like like he did great every I mean everyone did great like I knew like one of my training partners was in the, he was in the top four um and I think he got perform I think it was a performance drop officially um when we were lunging up, you know, that stupid hill, the hill, oh my God, that stupid hill. 
You know a hill is bad when it looks steep online, when you're like, oh man, like walking up or leaning sideways. So, you know, I was warned about this hill so many times. Um, like when I, when I quit in uh, Jack's Beach and they were like, are you going to come back? And I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'll come back. They're like, well, you're going to have the hill. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> like, I've been on a hill. Like, I know what a hill is. <laughs> and then I actually get to the hill. I'm like, oh my God, this is not a normal hill. This is like the hill from hell. Like, this is, I can't even describe it. It's just like you're saying, like sideways, like leaning into it. Like, this is not normal. And normally it's super muddy. And it's I remember- when you were going up at the last time, it looked oh. fairly muddy, no? No, it was slick because okay. there was water everywhere. But um, um, I was looking at old videos. So one person that had done team assessment in that location, um, she's the one that was like, you need to like watch, like you need to take this hill seriously. Like you need to <laughs> like do some research on this hill. I was like, okay. Um, and then I looked at old videos and it's just a mudslide. I mean, it's just it's just a disaster. I'm like, how did you guys even get up? Like I could be crawling on my knees and I don't think I would have gotten up that. Because again, too, remember, you still have the weight on your back. You know, you still have 30 pounds on your back. Yeah. Which is usually, so you have the 30 pounds, but you've also got your food and water and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's the 30 pounds too. Yeah. It's just your weight. Then what yeah, else you yeah. bring, you wear on your back too, like, and, and bring to get home. So like when we did ours, we had our weight on our back, but then we had clothes to get changed into because we were taking right, yeah. a train home and we're disgusting. And it's funny, the <laughs> picture, my like finishing picture uh, with Kadri, uh, Kadri Daniel is like right up on the wall. And I kind of forgot it was there. And I just looked up a second ago and was like, we were disgusting at the end of this. And we weren't muddy because we were in Manhattan, right. you know, like we oh, were yeah. muddy at some point, but eventually it all went away. <laughs> Yeah, it always it always fades, you know. <laughs> it fades. All the bad memories fade. <laughs> like, the only thing is left is the glory and the little patch that you get that said you did it. So yeah. Yeah. I mean it it was just so cool. It's kind of like I I mean I've trained for selection for two years. Obviously last year I quit. Um, but I kind of made this like the year sounds cheesy the year of go ruck like I did all the events I could um I did one other event in May that was not go ruck um and even but even in the back of my mind I was like I hope I'll be recovered enough to do like I don't want this to screw up my training at all um which it was a 60 hour endurance event like it definitely screwed up my training yeah. a little bit <laughs> but um you, you do endurance events and obstacle course races too then right um I do. I do. I'm again, I'm not going to say I'm really good at them, but I think they're fun. Um, I actually, you're, I got it. You're getting touted by one that like, if you're on their page, like Allison is coming, like you're not very good. You, at know, it. you know what I told them? Because <laughs> they reached out and I was like, like, you guys realize I'm really slow, right? <laughs> like I haven't done CrossFit, like formal CrossFit in a long time. Um, like I've, I've done, I think they were doing mountain biking this year. And it's like, I've done mountain biking, but I'm really bad at it. I'm very like uncomfortable riding a mountain bike. Like there's just a lot. It's like, you guys realize I'm not that good. Right. And so, 
And so I was actually on the wait list for that anyways, just as, you know, to be a normal person, a normal competitor. Um, and they're like, oh, like, you know, just do it. I'm like, okay. It's like, I guess everyone needs, like someone needs to be last in every competition. Someone needs to be last. But so, it, you can be last, but you didn't quit, right? Because there's a whole different. Exactly. I won't, I won't quit, but I <laughs> don't, don't like put me up on this, like, top three pedestal here <laughs> that's well, just not going to happen it's too late because they got you on the little banner that says you're coming got, social media it's a really time. cool picture it's a really cool banner <laughs> all that matter as long as you look cool while you're doing all this stuff like that, that's really, the key right i'll tell you what the, the gorek like photographer um well i guess they're independent contractors whatever but um, the guys that do like their videos and their photos and everything, they do such a good job at making me look cool because it's not easy. Like I don't, like, like I'm not like that person in the gym that people are like, wow, look at her. Like, that's not it. So, so they, they know what they're doing. Like they get some good angles and <laughs> they got it down. They know how to make the pain face look good. Right. Yeah. They're, they're good at what they do. It's so amazing. <laughs> like here we are talking about you and, and what you've done, but you've spent most of the time talking about all the other people involved in these events, right? Like the the volunteers behind the scenes, the cadre, the photographers. And that again, just speaks to the character of the type of person you are to want to thank all these folks just for allowing you to endure this hell pretty much. <laughs> Aiding in it. Oh, I know, I know. No, they really, it's just, um, it's so cool. I feel like selection, especially, um, and granted, like, like I said, I've only done GORC for a couple of years now, but I, like selection, especially, there's just this overwhelming support. Um, like everyone that's like lurking in the shadows around selection time, like, you know, they've done an event here or there and selection comes on, like they just come out um, full force to support whoever's there. Um, and it's like, it's hard not to see it. Like, uh, like you know, the volunteers, the other selection finishers that showed up to be there. Um, I mean, all these people like, like, and even after it was over, like a volunteer combed my hair for me, which is not easy. <laughs> That, that is a level of dedication right there to comb your oh, hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I stood up, if I tried to stand up, I would have two people on either side of me. Like, I had a friend um, help me shower. Like, like it's it's insane. Like, you, it's just a level of support I don't think I've ever experienced. Um, I don't think I've ever experienced. Every other event I've done, you know, it's kind of like, all right, see you guys later. And this one, it was it was like the people that were there that I could actually see and talk to. Like they were, I don't, I don't even know how to describe the level of support. They were on it. Which is, I think which when is I say so they comb, they comb my hair, that says a lot. That, that's a whole. I've never. I mean, again, my hair usually doesn't need much combing or anything right. like that. But like <laughs> that is a whole new level that I've never heard of. But you know, selection is on that level of like, um, what's the one race? Bad water. Is that the run across the desert? Oh, though? Badwater, yeah. yeah. Like the, the 240 mile. Whatever it is, yeah, through the desert. Yeah. Like I have a buddy that finished that and I'm like, bro, you're on a whole new level. But like oh, there's yeah. that, there's, uh, listen, I ran a marathon and it sucked and it snowed and uh, my hands were cold and my body was <laughs> wet and my finisher's uh, picture is there's like icicles hanging on my shoulders in Florida. Yeah, it's great. Um, oh my God. 
And I just remember like being in the shower, like leaning on the wall in the hot shower, like, please let me warm up. Like my, my wife and my sister met me uh, in the little parking lot, like we'll grab you area. Um, And my wife knew, my wife knew I was going to be pissed because I was above four hours. I finished at like 406, which I wanted to get an under four hour marathon. And I totally had it in me, but I didn't do it. I was cold. I was hungry. It was, I was everything. And so my wife was like, all right, come on, Pip, you got to go. My sister, uh, like if I could have had a, a picture of her, we should have been taking, her face was like, what's wrong with him? Is he going to die? <laughs> and my wife's like, just get him moving. He'll be fine. Like she threw him in the shower. My sister was so afraid. It was like, she was non-supportive at all. Like totally. <laughs> I mean, there's there's two different types of people out there. <laughs> he was trying to be supportive, but totally not right. supportive at all. Like finally oh, yeah. later when I came out of the shower and was like, okay, now we can talk. Like, I'm alive. <laughs> but you get that type of an end because an end to my sister, not an, anything ever going to run, walk a 5K, nothing like that. Right, yeah. Not yeah. like. I think the people like... that do it know, like he's <laughs> He's just a little shocked right now. He's fine. <laughs> but it goes back to too like our jobs like working in, in the uh, yeah. hospital or like you see that kind of a medical end of it and like all right you're gonna be fine and then you look at some other people and you're like she's not gonna be fine you're not fine <laughs> how sure. does that do like you're you're a night walker you know you work night shift and i'm sure that is interesting for your training it probably helped you stay up all night for selection easily yeah i didn't have to i didn't really have to do um you know, it's funny. I, I look at like what a lot of other people do as far as um, like night training and like getting in the water and doing all that stuff. And I really, now I feel like I train pretty comfortably. <laughs> like I didn't feel a need to wake up at like midnight and go for a ruck or something. Like it was just, I was like, I know I can stay away. Like that's not an issue. <laughs> and I mean, just Speaking of like tiredness and stuff, like I had just done a 60 hour event and I was okay. So I'm like, I know I could, if I can stay up for 60 hours, I can stay up for, you know, 48, 48 no plus hours. But it's yeah. also, it's also having that wherewithal and that focus, you know, yeah. like where when you work straight. So my, when I met my wife, we were both working straight nights. Um, we both have decided we cannot do that at our age now. <laughs> it gets bad. I'm, I'm already thinking, um, so, I mean, I've been doing nights 15 years. Oh, um, you're, about, you're, about, you're way over as long as we I've, I've, I've paid my dues, but, <laughs> but there's also this, this vibe to night shift where I feel like we're just, we're just calmer people. <laughs> like I say, I like, I like quiet. I like calm. I like, which, although night shift half the time isn't any of those things, but, um, it's just the people I feel like are generally more calm. We're a little, we're a little less high strung. You're different. You're wired differently because of what you see and how you work, yeah. how you live yeah. your life, you know? Right. Um, so I've definitely thought about the day shift life. I know I, I know I would be like just a healthier person. Uh, maybe like, you know, cause what you lose like 10 years or something. <laughs> the fact you started at 19 too, that had to be an interesting one. Like walking into the hospital and being like, when I ran and I'm 19 and people are like, wait, I can do math. Right. Like, we do math for medication. You are not old enough to be. A, yeah, I know. A I know. You know, going well and going as a homeschooler with very little like social experience. I was actually just thinking about this, like just how painful it was 
to learn how to talk to people <laughs> like as a nurse like it was I mean it took years before like this conversation never could have happened like probably 15 years ago it never could have happened like I would have stonewalled everything because <laughs> I just couldn't talk I just could not talk to people um so no the the 19 year olds um trying to learn how to like have a conversation that was funny <laughs> And, and try to have a conversation, you know, in, in the ICU or, you know, have a yeah. real serious conversation, you know, and then oh, dealing yeah. with, oh my God, there's just so many things I could go with here. Like, you know, between doctors, salty nurses that have been there for 15 years that are your partners. Now, right? Yeah, no, it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> I think though, so we have some friends at homeschool, uh, like locally by us and, and things, but it's so different now than it was probably when you were doing it. Like your mom was almost like on that just starting homeschool. Like it had always gone on, but it was yeah. probably more of a trend where now I know like, you know, they're in the local. A lot of people do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, Tuesdays is bowling for homeschoolers and Wednesdays is archery for homeschoolers where like they get the kids together to kind of get that. Right. Um, what did they have? We were initially in this little group, um, but I think back then it was a lot of um, like religious, religious affiliated homeschool groups, which mm. I mean, we were, we were religious, like we were brought up Christian, but there's different levels. Yeah. These guys were like the crazy, like cultish um, Christian homeschooler types. And I'm just glad, I think my mom recognized that. And she was like, oh no, like we're not, this is not, we're not doing this, no. Um, so, I mean, there, there were opportunities like that, but we just didn't stay too long in them. And so it was pretty much just me and my brothers, like, which I mean, they're, my older brothers, he won't listen to this. He's weird. <laughs> He's an odd duck. Um, and my, my twin brother, my younger brother, they were just always like very, very social and everything. So they took every opportunity they could to get out. And I was just, I just wasn't that social. So you know, I wasn't disappointed. Like, oh, it's not a bad thing. Like, it, and, and look at you now. Like, look at you go now. Like, now I'm great. Now I now I'm thriving. <laughs> now I'm thriving doing sixty hour endurance events by myself uh, with a headlamp. Pretty yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> totally normal in society. Girls out there, you could do this. Like, and I think, sure, yeah. you know, as we're getting kind of close to that hour limit that we keep these at, that was another huge thing. I I have two little boys. Right. But watching all the comments from parents and, and watching the cadre literally say to you, like, what do you want to tell little girls out there? You know, like, what can you do? Because come on, let, let's face it all. You had one other female in selection with you, I think. Another female. Yeah. 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 10 years ago. No, well, no, but this time around one. Was oh, in, yes. Yes. I think. Right. If I remember looking back. Yeah. yeah. But even that someone hasn't done it in 10 years that's going to make you feel amazing. Like to empower anyone makes you feel amazing. But to think about like little kids, again, being a firefighter, every little kid is like, oh, fireman, yay. But like for that, for you, like that's specifically you, you know, mine has to do with the truck and the cool gear. So how does that make you feel? I mean, amazing. It's just, it's a spot that I just never, I never saw myself being in. Um, I think after last year, like I knew, I knew it could happen. I didn't really realize like the impact it could have until, um, I think until they were all like standing around me, like bucketing me, <laughs> um, you know, talking about all of their own daughters. And I know it's not, it's like, it's not only daughters, but it's, um, it's just people that, you know, 
didn't think yeah. yeah and I don't I don't think I really got that until they're all talking about like you know you know he has you know I have three daughters I have two daughters and whatever and like they're all like looking at you right now and you know like they're like they're gonna look up to you um or even I went to shadow an event afterwards and um like just hearing it was a it was a women's only event and they're just like you know like you are like super inspiring like all this stuff like I it's not it's just a spot I never saw myself being in and like I, I'm really glad that I am <laughs> I'm trying to do it's like it's like there's there's pressure but um like it's good pressure like I um it just makes me want to do better for or as good as I can for everybody um that, that was inspired or motivated or something like I want to I want to be a positive presence for those people you 100 percent are like this whole thing has been a great conversation like of just positivity and now i'm like man i'm kind of like a piece of shit like i gotta get out and get another <laughs> go rock in me or like maybe i should start running again my wife's gonna hear this and be like no you are not doing any of that you do enough <laughs> no physical activity <laughs> it's a time commitment like I, i'm not even gonna lie like, i, I really is. do i want to so i was supposed to run the new york city marathon and uh the week or a week and a half before that hurricane Sandy hit us the year that I finally qualified for it. And I was ready, man. I was training. I was crazy. And then the whole thing got stupid and they canceled it, but then they had it back on and I got pissed. And then like, it, it just, it soured me to the way that they handled that situation. Um, especially for people like me, I didn't have power and I could have went and ran the New York city marathon. And I'm like, no, we're not doing this. I can't move back into my house right now. Um, but it's something I still want to do. So, but it's that yeah. time of right. like, if I'm going to run a marathon, that means six days a week I'm out running. Right. No, you're, you're right. Like I've got, I've gotten a lot of people asking like, oh, how did you train? It's like, I only trained, <laughs> like, like I worked the minimal days I had to work, but, um, I mean, it was a day full of training. Like everything was geared towards, am I recovering? If it was a recovery day, am I recovering adequately? <laughs> um, you know, did I, did I do everything as hard as I could do it? Should I have done more? Like it was, it's just, it's all about training. I'd go from one thing to the next, to the next. And by the time the day was over, it was like, all right, I need to eat and sleep. Um, you basically yeah. were that CrossFit Games athlete just for Go Ruck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Live in the life of training, but that's it. And I think a lot of people don't understand how much work goes into being right. that level when in whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, it kind of becomes your job. Yeah. Like I had the job paying for me to do all of it, but um, yeah, then everything else, like I didn't go, I didn't take any vacation. I normally vacation, you know couple times a year and I didn't I went to Canada um but I brought a ruck and a sandbag with me um and I worked out I was working out at 4 30 in the morning in a parking lot in Banff because like I had to get it in like you just can't skip anything so like it's not fun I don't <laughs> like I just don't um I don't recommend it for normal people <laughs> For normal, all the all the different people, she recommends it for the normal people. Yeah, stuff. if you're a little weird, go for it. <laughs> Why not? 
<laughs> homeschool and didn't really talk to many people. Yeah, you can talk yeah. If you don't have a lot of friends, go for it. <laughs> and now, just... now you have so many more friends, it's unreal. So I know, I know. And I'm like, I have to keep up with so many more people. <laughs> <laughs> my success has made my life so horrible. Right. <laughs> I can only imagine no like having my wife work in a hospital and knowing a lot of nurses like what the folks you work with must be like thinking through this whole thing you know they it's funny so i i recently changed um hospitals i switched um hospitals and i've been at the one prior for over 13 years and i don't think they would have been as into this as my current coworkers are like they um God, I came, when I came back into work, they announced things in huddle, like, oh my God, like she's back. She kicked ass. Like, look, at her. <laughs> um, like she's so incredible. I'm like, really? And they were, they were watching the live stream. Awesome. Um, yeah. They're up all night. So why not watch it? Yeah, yeah. And I just, it's just so funny because I talked about this, like, you know, oh, I'm like, I'm training for this event. It's really hard. Like only you know, 30 something people have done it, like, like, and I'm going to be the second woman to do it. And I had said this last year, and obviously I, I quit. And so then this year, um, it was the same thing. It's like, I've been training, you know, really hard. I'm going to be the second woman to do it. <laughs> and so I didn't really come back thinking that, you know, they were going to take it seriously, because I had like quit the year before. Um, but no, I came back, they were so, I mean, they were so awesome. Like they, they, they were bringing back little moments during selection that I'd forgotten that they'd seen on the live feed. And they were like, you know, how did you feel during this moment? <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like, what are you talking about? That happened? That happened? You saw yeah, that? Yeah. But no, they were so, they were, they've all been so supportive and just like, just so excited. Like they've been so excited for me to go out and do this. And now they now they want to know what's next. Which <laughs> that was my last question was just going to be that. So what's next? Like I mean, you you can say absolutely nothing. You could say a long rest, and that's what I want to do. Like no, I can never rest. <laughs> I'm trying. Things are definitely not back to normal for sure. But um, I'm actually there's an HTB in um, so heavy tough basic in San Diego or San Clemente, um, and I think it's less than three weeks away. And I wasn't going to do it because, again, when you're really wet and uncomfortable for a long time, it's hard to, like, want to go get wet and uncomfortable. <laughs> but um, but I'm doing it. I'm going. <laughs> so I'm going to San Clemente in, like, three weeks to do this, um, to do this event. And it's, you know, I say, I say fun like a crazy person. But I do think it'll be fun. Like, my, my coach will be there, which... You know, a lot of GoArk events are always on the East Coast, so I'm always flying over there. So this is one of the first times that I've had them fly out here, and I'm like, I feel like I need to be there because <laughs> this just doesn't happen. So he's going to be there. Um, yeah, just a lot of like training, like remote training people will be there, and it should just, it should be fun in like a it's horrible way. It should be fun. <laughs> and you're in that community, and you're like, you know. One of the biggest names in that community now is, is what I can say. So it's so my, cool. my people, my people will be there. So <laughs> maybe, so maybe if you come out to the East Coast in the spring, 
maybe uh, you can convince me to do one with you. Maybe. God, I don't know. Well, and then they're changing the way they do events too. So I don't even know how it's going to look. But uh, see, again, we'll see. I'm so out of it. Like I was into it when we did ours a bit. Uh, and then I'm like, yeah, I don't need to do this for a while again. <laughs> <laughs> it can be hard. If they really beat you down, it can be hard to want to go back. I want to go back. I, I really had a great experience, but yeah, that beat down. I'm like, man, now I'm, God, I gotta be, I'm looking at the picture to try and like tell how I, how young I looked there, but like seven years ago. So like I had seven years of just old man. I, mean, me. I don't know. Every, everything hurts. <laughs> see, uh, see, I feel like everything hurts now and I didn't do the goal rock. So if I did it, it would just, yeah. everything would hurt still. So I mean, just exactly. Yeah. Just me sitting here. I'm like, yeah, something hurt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my low back like i don't know that could be the name of this podcast everything hurts yeah <laughs> not exactly the positive conversation we've had the whole time but i feel like it, it sums it all up in a good way so but you say it with, you know you say it with a smile and it's fine <laughs> so if you're listening in your car she's smiling right now saying that so. i'm smiling i'm smiling I'm having a good time <laughs> All right, Allison, we're, we're, we're definitely over here, but that's okay. I don't mind. I keep being over because I have these amazing conversations with guests. Like I may have to, we may have to go to 90 minutes. Your commute, may, you may have to extend <laughs> your commute if you want to listen in one shot for your hour long commute. But uh, I like to finish things up with a size up 10. It's just 10 random questions okay. that we try to go through fast, but they never seem to go fast. So really, okay. but what do you think here? Beach or mountains? Oh, mountains. Night out or night in? Night in. I, could, I probably could have guessed that one. I could have sleep really early. <laughs> a good book or a good movie? Oh, good book. Cross country road trip. Who is your celebrity co-pilot? Oh God, I have no idea. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I don't even know. I don't know enough celebrity. <laughs> the initial question was, who's your co-pilot? And then people kept saying their spouse. And I'm like, well, I got to make it celebrity. So oh. what if you just needed a co-pilot? I mean, I guess I don't have a spouse, but I do have a good friend who I know is a really good road tripper. So, okay. so my friend Grizz, I'd take her. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Do you make your bed every day? Um, Sloppily, Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say the cadre listen to this one. That could that could do you in if you go back to selection. <laughs> one million dollars right now or go back to 18 with a redo. Oh. One million now. Take it. I didn't think you'd want to go back. Yeah. Highways or back roads? Back roads. Obviously. A bucket list place to visit for vacation, not go rucking. Vacation bucket uh, list. Patagonia. Oh, yeah. I wanted to go there for a long time. Where is that? Help me out here. Um, South America. Okay. I thought they it's just actually, made shirts. So I was, I, know, <laughs> I was supposed to do, uh, well, supposed to do. Um, so I did an adventure race in Tasmania um, with a group of four of us. And that oh. was probably the time before I've used Zoom. I think I've used Zoom three times now. <laughs> The very first time I used Zoom was to make a video for an adventure race in Patagonia with my teammates. And it ended up, I think it was 2019 when we did that. And they were supposed to pick people 2020. 
and obviously everything fell apart and like nothing happened but I've just been like man I really like I wanted to go to Patagonia anyways it's like if I can do an adventure race in Patagonia I mean you just see things during an adventure race you're just never gonna see if you're there as a tourist but because you're experiencing it I mean it's a show I watched my son and I watched a show about like an adventure race where they followed all the teams and stuff. It was really cool. I don't remember what it was yeah. called. Um, I think it was probably world's toughest race. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty we, cool. we applied to get onto that one too. <laughs> Actually, I know a guy who was on it. Chris Smith is a CrossFit guy that I worked with when I did some stuff with CrossFit and he was on one of the teams that, that unfortunately didn't finish, but uh, it, it was pretty cool. They're yeah. They're, they're tough. Like it's more impressive knowing, um, because it took us a week to get through Tasmania, and we were one of the last teams. Like well, knowing, knowing how hard, you. and it's all like, um, yes, <laughs> you made you made the team less because you're slow. I know, I know. It's because I can't mountain bike. Um, but knowing like how slow we were, and then it just makes it so impressive how fast the fastest teams finished. Like within three to four days, like their navigation was just on point. Like they never stopped moving. Like it's so impressive. Yeah, it's like watching but a marathon. No, it's, Somebody yeah. finishes in two twenty, and you're like, I just want to get it in four hours. Oh yeah, for that guy that finished in like two, like two hours something. Like yeah, that's crazy. I saw a split like four fifty sevens. Like I have never run under a seven in my life. Like that is <laughs> that is wild. My legs don't. I'm I'm big. I don't move that fast. <laughs> wild. <laughs> It, this actually the, the title now may be like I'm slow, like slow movers all day. Yeah, yeah, slow and steady. That's all. I like that title. See, that's a good one. All right, two more questions here: football or football? Football. Oh, Soccer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Into it. I like it. I like it. All right, last question. I have Only because I know nothing about football. <laughs> nothing about American football? Not really. No. Oh, okay. No, I. And the Don't only thing me. I know about like football is I was in South America when in one of the World Cups or during one of the World Cups and it was insane. Like, oh God, yeah. like they just made it really fun. I can't say I follow soccer either, but I saw enough of it where I was like, this is cool. That's way more fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, again, I watch both, but yeah. football is like way more fun. Crowds are way more fun. Songs are way more fun. Oh, yeah. It's, just, nuts. it's yeah. a good experience. <laughs> All right. Last one here. Best advice you could give to your younger self? Keep going. That's it. Don't quit. I, <laughs> I feel like that's that's your like life mantra here is what I've got from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no, do it with a smile on your face because you have not stopped smiling and laughing with every answer <laughs> as opposed to when I saw you on GoRuck, there was really no smile. You cracked the smile. It's frowned time. upon. It's frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing, the thing there, you don't want to get unwanted attention. Yes. So I tried really hard not to smile, but it's also been ingrained in me. Like, okay, if there's a camera on me, I like, you smile, like, oh, I'm happy. So I actually, there were a few times where I was like, oh my God, like, stop, like, just stop. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Just look away. <laughs> it's a whole new challenge when the camera is there. She's like, oh, I have to smile right. for the camera. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is what I have to do. It's like, no, you don't. Like look stern. Well, listen, I really do hope that your third Zoom ever has gone better than your first two did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Nice. Well, you you've done an excellent <laughs> job on Zoom. Allison was very worried, uh, being her third Zoom ever that you know it just wasn't going to work. And I was like, usually I have pretty good Zoom, so hopefully we can have a good Zoom. So yes. Yes, I'm happy with it. <laughs> awesome. Well, listen, I cannot thank you enough for joining me, giving me some of your time and insight into the, your crazy world and this interesting world of Go Ruck and selection. Great. Well, thank you for having me. It was fun. Cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So as always, as we as we wrap up here, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in and I'd like to thank all of our sponsors uh, for this month's especially New Breath Canada. Check out their cold immersion tubs. Uh, Alan, Allison knows what it's like to be in cold water, except for when she goes to Florida for events, which doesn't really count. Um, <laughs> but that cold immersion therapy is so good for you mentally, physically. I've loved every minute of uh, the feelings I get after I'm in the cold water. I don't really love the time necessarily that I spend in that cold water, but the benefits of it far make it okay to keep jumping back in. So a huge shout out to New Breath. You can check them out. Uh, links in the bio and you can use code the size up to save yourself a little bit of cash if you do want to make that purchase. Um, and for Pip and the size up by National Fire Radio, we'll check you next time.